Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the quick hitter version of Buckets, Boards, and Blocks. Along with my co-host, King McClure, I'm Monica McNutt. This week, our featured conversation is with Christine Williamson of ESPN, who talks very candidly about her journey, her look, and where she is and what it says about the industry right now. Where did the bald girl originate? So, okay, so this is so crazy. Um, originally, I did not want it to, it wasn't like necessarily a part of my brand. I actually shaved my head um, my third year, which was my red short sophomore year in college. And I had been cutting my hair shorter and shorter. Um, and like Monica, you know this, like it's hard as an athlete to like keep up with your hair. Like it's just like a lot. You always sweating your hair out and all that kind of stuff. So I had been cutting my hair shorter and shorter, um, but still spending like way too much money to keep my hair looking normal. Um, and then it would be so sad because I would get like one good day out of like my fresh do and then like have practice the next day. I played volleyball in college. So, um, so it was a lot. So I just kept cutting my hair shorter and shorter and then actually ended up getting surgery on my left leg because I had a stress fracture that wasn't healing. Um, and so when I got surgery, I had had one side of my head shaved when people like really, I think it was like the first person like really did it. And I was like, Ooh, that's dope. Let me shave one side of my head. And when I got surgery, I was pretty much like confined to the bed for a minute. So I was like, I look a hot mess. Like I just have this one side of my hair growing out. So then I was like, mom, can you shave the rest of my head? Because my mom's hair is short like this too. And she was like, okay. So she cut the whole hair and that's just me being bald. But the reason it became part of like what I started being my brand is because when I went to Clemson, South Carolina, I knew that the Clemson fans and like the middle of nowhere Clemson people were not going to understand why this woman was walking around with no hair. And so in order, actually what happened was um, Scott Van Pelt came to Clemson's campus to do an interview with Taj Boyd and Sammy Watkins. And the segment he was doing for SportsCenter was called Bald Man on Campus. And I remember being like, that's Scott Van Pelt's entire brand in that moment. And I was like, wait a second, like in order to like address the elephant in the room, which is like the bald woman walking around interviewing student athletes. And like, I'm sure fans would have been like, excuse me, why is this girl bald? Which people still do. Um, so I just decided to be like, oh, I'm going to be bald girl on campus at Clemson. Became bald girl on campus at Clemson. And then when I went to the Broncos, it was like Broncos bald girl. And then I was just like, you know what? Like, let's just make this a whole thing and just call it the bald girl because like I'm hopping all over the place <laughs> at this point. Um, so then I just made it a part of my brand and it worked because like I said, I mean, I feel like now people are used to it, but like when I first, when I was at Clemson, like, I just knew that Clemson fans were not going to understand, like, would be like, okay, cool, this is a great interview, but why are you bald? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I just decided to make it part of my brand, and it worked out. So that's kind of how it came to be. Man, I gotta say, I've only seen two women in this world be able to pull off the bald fade, and that's you and Amber Rose. I heard you say that you just decided to own it. 
Oh yeah. So I just decided to own it and make, and just, um, basically address the elephant in the room that I knew that most people would probably be like, why in the world are you bald? Which, like I said, people still do. Like literally we did a show last week. Yeah. We do a Heisman show once a week, starting two weeks ago, that started two weeks ago. And it goes until December 12th when the Heisman ceremony is. And looking at the comments, like people are like, why is this girl bald? Why did you shave your head? People are like, and I feel bad sometimes because like people that are trying to defend me will be like, you don't know, she might be sick. And I'm like, I'm not sick, actually. <laughs> Thanks for the defense, but I'm literally fine. <laughs> so it's always so awkward. Cause like, I'm just like, oh no, well, thank you for coming to my defense. But like, I'm I'm just like living my life as a bald person. Um, but yeah, some people are very rude about my, about my short air. But like I said, I own it and it just became a part of my brand because I feel like for some people that are genuinely like, wait, why are you bald? Um, I can just be like, because I'm bald. That's just who I am. Yeah. So. Yeah. I know um, we talked about this, how like now people are like, oh, your energy, your look, like the energy has always been there, but I'm so tickled now when people say, we love your look because girl, you know, it was not always like that. I had people literally, like when I first came out of college, there were people like, you should wear a wig. There were people like, we love you as a human, but we don't think that our audience would be able to connect with you or understand or identify with you. Like people were straight up like, no. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Um, and so, and it actually caused, like, I remember when I was, when I was fresh out of undergrad, like people that I knew I was significantly more talented than were getting gigs at very small market. Like I wasn't even acting like it's not like I was like, please take me to the, the best market in the world. Like I was not looking for that. Like super small markets were like giving jobs to my friends who I love, but that I was like, mm, no, like why am I not getting these gigs? And then I, um, my mom worked in TV when I was young, when I was younger. <clears throat> so I talked to a, pe a few people that like worked at local stations that she had worked with, like, um, and they were like, you know, you can choose to change how you look because that could probably land you a gig a little quicker. But they said, um, it doesn't matter if every single person is like, oh my gosh, we love your look and we want to hire you. You just need one person to say, yeah we love your look and we want to hire you because it doesn't, that one person is all that matters. And I was like, yeah. yeah, that's true. So I just kept holding on to hope that like at least one person would be like, we love this. And it did take a while. And I think it was also just time because I don't think that like maybe five years ago, somebody at ESPN would necessarily be like, oh my gosh, yes, bald person. Um, but I think just because of how the world has shifted as a whole, it's caused people to be like, oh wait, look, we should, be think that like people that don't have hair are normal um yeah. but like girl for a minute like people were like just put a wig on like who cares and I'd be like um I do because I don't wear a wig on a regular basis so yeah no yeah I'm yeah. not altering no, I, how I look <clears throat> I, I totally feel you Bruce just put in the chat that you have some trademark potential absolutely honey um I, I can remember I can't remember the year but I was working in local TV in DC and the University of Maryland there was a MABJ, which was the Maryland chapter of Association of Black Journalists on campus. Uh -huh. They had this uh -huh. whole panel and it was called natural, like naps, 
natural or unbelievable, right? And it was, the context was which way to go with your look. And so it was myself, um, a local weather woman in the area who had been here forever, is a little bit older, um, and then like a digital journalist. And I remember saying to the kids, like, you guys, if we don't push this envelope, it never gets changed, right? Yeah. And that, my thing has always been, when I lay my head down at night or when I look in the mirror at the end of my day, like, I need to be good with me. And while this job is a big part of who we are and what we do, honey, this is not the end all be all. Like for me, the short hair is about fitness. It's about convenience. It's, it's, it's what I like and what makes me feel good. So I'm yeah. so glad to see that the crayon box is starting to have more colors than just hues of yellow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you know 100%. What I mean. 100%. Like it was, it was, and it's also like, I mean, like I said, there's still people in the comments that are like, why are you bald? You know what I'm saying? Or that like joke and say, who is this man? And I'm like, bruh, I, you know good and well <laughs> that I'm not a man, okay? <laughs> so like, it's not even a joke at this point. Ha ha ha. But like, I think just the world in general, but like, like you said, talking to the younger people, like it's very encouraging for, I've had a lot of young women be like, yo, I you literally are just bald like that's how your hair is like that's how you want your hair to be and you're able to do that I remember even when I was working at the big 12 one of the Texas women's basketball players pulled me aside and was like sis like you have tattoos and you just wear your hair however you want and like you're really doing this and I was like I mean thank goodness because if not I wouldn't be doing it but I'd still be looking how I am <laughs> I mean it just happened to work out um but yeah so I feel like I feel like I'm I'm most excited and happy about the fact that I didn't decide to change something about how I looked because I wanted to be in this industry Agreed. and instead the industry changed to accept how I looked because Agreed. I feel like I feel like I know I feel the most beautiful the most confident the most me when I'm completely bald you know what I'm saying and like I'm not trying like every once in a while like just to be funny I'll throw a wig on but like most of the time by the end of the night it comes off you know what I'm saying like so like if I can be myself fully and this is when I feel most confident like when I'm on a show when I get a fresh cut like I'm feeling great you know what I'm saying and and that's like the that's like the most if I'm not able to feel the greatest as I, how I look, because people are looking at me, then uh, that's a problem. So, yeah, I keep yeah. telling everybody like the fresh cut energy is not gender specific because girl, a fresh cut be having you like, okay, I'm out here girl, checking for my own version of a King McClure. <laughs> when I tell you, when I tell you, and it's so funny because like I went to Italy a couple of years ago with my parents and brought my clippers with me. But like the like conversion from like, you, I don't know how it works, but basically I couldn't plug my daggum clippers in, in Italy, okay? Yeah. And cause it was like taking the power out in all the hotel rooms. I was like, what is this? <laughs> okay, so can you probably know something about that? <laughs> cause I, I literally don't from playing overseas. But anyways, so I was like, hold up, I can't cut my hair. My parents were wanting to take pictures. I was like, no, my hair is so long. They're like, you look normal but I'm like I want a fresh baldy honey at all times like I'm trying to have my hair like as as low as it possibly can be so yeah that fresh cut energy it's it's real it's real indeed man I'm inspired listening to y'all talk <laughs> like like but seriously though like on a real note yeah. when I went in for, when I went in for my interview last year um, I had people tell me cut your hair like, like have the professional look, like clean cut, 
um, you know, do all that. And I, I'm, I'd listen because I thought that that's what people wanted to see. But yeah, listening to, you know, you and Monica talk about your experiences, I'm leaving, I'm rocking this. I mean, it looked bad right now, but <laughs> I'm rocking it this year. And I'm yeah. not cutting my hair because of what people deem professional. I guess yeah, yeah. me, you know? I think it's definitely changing too. Cause like, and, and this might just be because like I work specifically mostly in the digital space, like anything that I do on linear, I'm filling in for <clears throat> right now. But like, we have people that are yatted, like they got, like, I don't know if you know who Jason Fitz is, but he has sleeves all the way down to his wrists. And like, at first, like he was doing a lot of stuff for outside the lines. Um, and they were like, you need to wear, you know, you need to wear a, a shirt that's buttoned all the way up and you need to wear sleeves all the way down to your wrist so that you're covering up your tattoos. But he said that by the end of that, like he still does OTL stuff now for Sports Center, And now they don't care if he has his tattoos exposed anymore. Like he rolls his shirts up. He still wears a button up shirt, but he like rolls his shirts up to his elbows now. So like, I feel like people are starting to kind of understand that there's been a little bit of a shift in what people are deeming as like professional. Um, and then also like, I think, especially in the media space, people are more open to people just looking how they look because they understand that there's people in their audience that kind of connect more with that. You know what I'm saying? So like if they're trying to reach an audience that looks like Jason Fitz, that's tatted from their neck to their toes, like they should probably have Jason Fitz on there as he is in his entirety. You know what I'm saying? And like, like we said, like if you're trying to have like young black women or like people that have natural hair, really understand and be able to look at tv or look at digital and say hey that's like what i look like and i guess i can be on in that position as i currently am and not have to change myself then like that's what they need to do they need to put people on television that look like how we look so i think they're definitely starting to accept it a little bit more yeah i mean even with the way i dress on on television like when i dress you know everybody typical analyst is suit and tie yeah i, I didn't wear one tie this whole entire year i told carol and them i I'm just not a Thai person. Like I, I'm yeah. just more of a, a t-shirt or a mock neck underneath like a nice jacket, like a, not, not like this, but like, you know, you know, there's something fresh, something fly. I'm 23 yeah, yeah. years old. I was 23 at the time. I'm not going to wear a suit and tie. That's, yeah. That's, that's, like, that's who I am. You know, that's who I am. And they, they accepted me and they actually, you know, they were super cool about it. Never once did I ever get a text saying, hey, it's not, it's not appropriate. You shouldn't wear that. So I agree yeah. with you. I think that they're starting to shift and uh, see a culture shift just because they want to be able to relate to different people. If you would like to hear more from the ball girl, Christine Williamson, check out the full version of Buckets, Boyds, and Blocks presented by Pure Hoops Media. This is also on YouTube, so you can go to the Pure Hoops Media YouTube channel to check it out. Please. <laughs>